0: Check, check, check. One, two, one, two. How's everyone doing out there? This is Craddy, coming to you with the live and direct show. My first interview is with Anna Sia. She's a producer. She's been a DJ for years. She is uh, recently kind of changed her vibe. She has shifted from playing a lot of uh, broken beat, moving over to more house and tech house. So we talk about that, we talk about other things in her music career, what she's thinking of the DJ world right now. We pretty much cover it all, so check it out. This is Anasea. Thanks for listening to the Live and Direct Show. Alright, hey everybody. My name is Craddy. This is the Live and Direct Show, and I'm here with Anasea, a good friend and a DJ who plays all over the place all the time. He's been doing it for a long time. So the first question I want to ask you which is a question I always like to ask female DJs is what's it like to be a female <laughs> DJ? I think it's obviously it's such a male dominated thing in every sense of the, the business on every side. So what's it like? What do you, what do you think's different for you as a female DJ?
1: Uh, the only thing that's really different is uh, the fact that people bring it up so much as a huge deal. And you know, it's funny because I don't, like I'm not trying to, I'm not on this political agenda to yeah. get girls like on the lineups, man. Right. And like yeah. mm-hmm. fucking vagina power. And I'm like, that's really not my agenda. My agenda, it wouldn't make any difference to me doing any other profession. Like when I did food. You know, people are like, oh, it's such a mild dominated world, the kitchens. And then when you do something else, it just feels like that's always sort of the case.
0: Like no matter what is, Yeah, the like no you matter you what. I think treated. we're just a little
1: bit outnumbered unless sure. you want to be a housewife. Then we mm-hmm. kind of, we win right. in that one. But, you know, uh, so for me, I don't walk onto stage or I don't make music or I don't, you know, try to book certain things or do anything in my creative space because mm-hmm. I'm a girl. It's just that kind what of What about like, like after the show? Stuff. Do
0: you have people coming up to you and... Well, no, that would,
1: I guess what my point is like, I don't feel any different, but I yeah. understand sure. and I am aware that, you know, after, you know, p- people bring it up like, hey, do you know that this festival, there's like a hundred artists and you're like, you're, the you're only like, girl, is that crazy? I'm like, yeah, I guess, but...
0: Right, you don't even consider it.
1: Yeah, it's not, I don't really have any message behind it.
0: Well, no, I mean, of course not. I mean, I don't think you had a message. What I mean, do you think you there's a little, like, a diff- like for instance, the one thing I was thinking about is, yeah. like, when you're done playing, mm-hmm. I would think you have girls and guys coming up to you, kind of sweating you, and I just wonder how that is, because with a guy, you know, everyone knows what a dude wants, and girls just know exactly what to say. So what is it that they say to you, though? Like, because when I've met girl DJs, I've always been really shy about it, and, and whatever, maybe that's just me, but you, like... Do guys hit on you after you're done playing and, and, like, try and hook up with you and stuff?
1: Man, I hope not. I really try to be very <laughs> neutral at the end of the show. I just, I don't let people hug you me anymore. You just bow to everybody? Yeah, I base yes, I do the <laughs> imperial bow. <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. No, um, I mean, I mean, it's the sexual energy comes from, I would say, both sides. But I would think, because I'm never really putting it out there. I'm not like right. fucking Paris Hilton, like DJing in a bikini, flaunting yeah. this sort of thing. I'm in like oversized, shapeless clothing,
0: <laughs> you right, know, right. So you with know, like you're tennis stars on it. And so, yeah, there.
1: I'm not putting the energy out there. But I will say every girl that normally comes up to me is like, oh my gosh, you inspire me. The girls, right. like you inspire me to be a girl. Like, I, I can take control of what I want to do. And I'm like, that's fucking great. For me, sure. that feels incredible. You know, I didn't really have, I guess when I look back on it, there weren't a lot of women role models doing anything. You know, when you're growing up, it's just, Mm -hmm. there's just not a lot of them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I will say a lot of the men more bring it up like, you're my favorite girl DJ. I'm like, why does that have to be a a part of the fucking. Why does that have to be the most significant variable? Yeah, that makes me feel like shit, actually. Yeah. Like, why can't you just consider me in the realm of like,
0: of artists, you yeah. know,
1: it's like you only respect me to in a degree.
0: Of all the people with a vagina, you're fucking you it. You're it. it. You, if you had a dick. It. We'd have to knock you down. Yeah, a few you points. may come eh. like a close twenty-seven. You know, Cascade has a dick too. <laughs> so it's like of all the like girl DJs, girl
1: de- it's such, that's what's a weird thing to me. Of it's the five, my, yeah, of the five. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I guess no, that's no, that's I not should that many, take a lot of pride in that. But I, I mean, I understand there's a smaller number. I. It wouldn't make any difference to me if there were more. I don't really care. And you know what? I bet a lot of the producers that I listen to are probably women. I don't even know. It's like I focus on, I would rather the focus be on the music and the experience and everything else behind it better, you know, rather than like doors just being open. I don't want people coming to a show just because I'm a girl. I don't want doors open for me because I'm a girl. I don't want any of these things. Do you feel
0: like they have at all?
1: Um... I like, don't know.
0: Have there been times you felt like you got booked because you're cute or something?
1: I fucking hope not because, you know, the other fact is is that I have a really large responsibility, mm-hmm. you know. And that's how it is when you get booked and flown places right. to go perform and do things and entertain people, you know. yeah. And if I feel like if I didn't, even if there were, you know, times where I felt, you know well, we got to stick a girl in the lamp, so we'll just ask Anna to do it or something, you know? Right, I just right. feel like you need, need to, to have talent. You quota. need to fucking, like, you need to perform and deliver because there are, like, five other girls that could maybe fill the job. <laughs> 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 just kidding. <laughs> there are, like, four other people that could probably rock this spot.
0: Yeah, totally. But with a cheaper plane ticket, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, and bigger breasts. Yeah,
0: and they'll share a hotel room with the promoter. Well, Okay, so that brings me to another topic. Yeah. Um... I just notice this a lot in the world that we're in. Um, people getting attached to a particular artist, or people getting attached to a particular genre. Uh
1: huh.
0: You do you see those differences? Do you see, like I see people who are die-hard Dead Mouse fans or Anisea fans, or whatever fans, and then people who are just die-hard dubstep fans. It's you know, it just becomes an identity for them, um, or trap or something. I mean, do you uh, do you? do you have like a certain um, contingent of people who are just like super diehard Anastasia fans who like email you and Facebook you and do that? Or do you think it's more like your style that they're super in love with?
1: I think it's more of the style because even, I mean, I like a lot of different kinds of music and I'll usually cram it all in within the scope of, an, you know, 75 to 90 minutes. So yeah. I don't latch on to just one sort of music Um, that I'm playing ever in a set. So it's kind of hard. That's why I think a lot of the reasons why I've been able to be, um, you know, my success has been, I think uh, it's been growing because of the fact that I can play in front of, I used to be able to play dubstep crowd and a house crowd. And like Mm -hmm. I can play in front of trap and I can kind of make people listen to other music that they think that they may not be interested in. So I think that's one of the, you know, one of the variables of my success, of where I've gotten, because I can bridge a lot of different gaps.
0: Right. You well, know? you've definitely changed a lot since you started. I mean, yeah, at the absolutely. Beginning, you absolutely. were definitely rocking the dubstep um, world because that was just kind of what was coming up right then. But now you seem pretty dedicated to house and techno.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love it. I, I love it all. I still play rap. I still play, uh-huh. you know, some so you'll still throw that name.
0: into any set. Yeah. Like, 100%. Your set's always going to vary. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, unless I'm booked for something, you know, I don't know, it's hard, that's why, like I said, I can go play, I can feel comfortable sharing the stage with like, you know, snobby house techno, you know, other performers are playing in front of those crowds and mm-hmm. still be able to throw some other shit in just to, you know, I don't know, I have this sort of agenda, like I want to expand people's tastes and make them listen to something that they think that they may not be interested in. Like, making, like, going, like, touring with Glitch Mob or touring with other, you know, like, Marty or, you know, any of this, or you even, you know? It's, like, your fans like harder music and they've kind of listened to this kind of, this thing and this tempo. Mm -hmm. And... You know, I can get behind it and I can play stuff that I know people kind of like. And then I'll, I, you know, I get great joy in like kind of flipping it. And all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, now all you guys are dancing house music. Isn't that fun? Right. You yeah. know, so
0: that is fun. Well, yeah. and I think that that's sort of the class when I got into DJing, that was also what it was for me to sort of extend everyone's envelope just a little bit through the set. Like you said, like you hook them in with, you know what they're going to like, and then you start throwing in a little extra. And once everyone's dancing and having a good time, like you said, all of a sudden they're dancing to house music.
1: Yeah. It's so satisfying when that happens. Right.
0: And you get the whole room.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's, 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 I think DJing, if you really care and you enjoy it and you're into the uh, event and not the, like, watch me, play this music type thing, uh-huh. I, you know... Um, well, I just lost my trade of thought, mostly because I have some shit in my <laughs> eye. <home. laughs>
0: right, as opposed to... You're, like, up there to share music as opposed to being a rock star, which, for a while, there wasn't even the option of being a rock star when you were a DJ. No, was,
1: not at all. I mean, not yeah. Not at all.
0: Now, it's like, people are into it, I think, because they're like, well, shit, I can stand up there and wave my hands in the air like all these fucking fools, Right, so. yeah.
1: I think... I don't know, a lot of what's still fun for me, DJing and playing shows and stuff, is just to have this cool trust system that's established between you and the people that come to see you, or you and any event that you're a part of, you know, just this cool trust system of like, I trust you that you guys are going to like be open, and kind of get out of your heads for a second, and get into your body, or you know, just let go, or whatever the fuck you want to do, or like turn up or whatever you know <laughs> and the fact and I love that people can trust me to kind of guide them mm-hmm. or you know be in this kind of conductor kind of yeah role. it's almost shamanistic or something. yeah it's yeah. still that's why it's still really fun for me
0: right so yeah that's awesome yeah. you know what else I mean the obviously there's the the production thing what else do you think has changed in the world that we work in in the EDM world from when you started till now because I feel like seven years is pretty much nails like from when it went from Mm -hmm. this pac-man music that no one gave a shit about yeah like weird idm yeah yeah idm like idm and edm (laughs) idm was like when we were as intelligent yeah yeah we were (laughs) we were smart and that's why we listened to it smarter yeah (laughs) idm is the best it's so pretentious it's like world music you know like (laughs) Where's your music from? China. Oh, put that in the world music. Where's your music from? India. Oh, world music. What about you? Um, Bangladesh. World music. What about you? United States. Oh, that's pop music. Put that <laughs> yeah. over here. Pop. Oh, it's like pop rock. Oh, we have a section for that. No problem. What about you? Uh, Aboriginal. No, world music. World music. <laughs> it's like that's so like pretentious. That's like the
1: international stamp.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's just world music. Like, well, I think it's all world music. Right. Like, no one <laughs> <laughs> made it on the fucking space station, you know? But yeah, EDM, IDM, so... What's changed? Yeah, what do you think is, like, what if, What are the things you've seen most dramatically change?
1: Well, I think we touched on a little bit. The production thing... Right. Has ...really changed everything. I think a lot of the crazy drugs have changed a lot of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, How do you think
0: that's changed things?
1: Um. Well, because I think when people are, like... Drinking lean and like huffing salt. What's
0: lean? 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 Yeah. I don't know what lean is.
1: Promethazine?
0: No. The codeine you're, cough syrup. You're super. Oh, cough syrup. Yeah. Oh, that's just called lean. It's called lean. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just called Tussin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: No, is it? Is this that what it is? This isn't prom
1: in '95, dude.
0: <laughs> what Tussin is yeah, a prom? Yeah. That so was well. That was that's my that shit? was
1: my prom in '95. <laughs>
0: I would have loved to seen you at prom. Out of it like high you end. You went Robitussin? to prom?
1: I went to probably three. You went to three, but th- like high end Robitussin.
0: In a dress and everything, though. I'm not worried about the tussin. <laughs> you were wearing like a like a like a gown and everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. wow.
1: But no, lean pr- promethazine's like the codeine shit. Like the. So b-
0: where do you is? Oh, so it's codeine cough syrup. Can you buy it on the off the counter?
1: No, no, this is I'm not acting dumb. No, I just no, don't no. Even know this stuff. So this
0: is, man. I'm, like, behind on Now them drugs.
1: you're going to, like, look at, you're going to listen to rap music, and you're going to listen, you're going to, like, reference. Well,
0: it. I heard, you know, the whole s- with Chopped and Screwed and all that. Yeah, Houston. that's where it kind of started, but, yeah. you know, uh,
1: but that all of the South, it's, like, a lot of rap, when they're talking about, like, double cups and just everything, like, that whole is lean culture, but it's, it's promethazine. It's, like, the Cody. It's Cody. It's fucking heroin, basically. Right. So... It's That's like changed, yeah, and on. I think people just get sloppy, and then just, like, huffing salts, and, like, it changes huffing your... Huffing, like,
0: bath salts. Yeah. Have you seen a lot of that?
1: I used to see a lot more of it. And really? it's funny, because before, it was really blown up in the media. Yeah. I would, I'd be like, man, people are on some shit tonight, but you couldn't, and I've done and seen it all, right? But you were like, man, this is some other shit. Is it just... Like, what are they doing? What are these kids doing? There's like, another thing that was happening. Yeah. And so it wasn't after a while. I'm like, oh, that's what it's been. Like, the last year before, it was, like, people ripping each other's faces off on basalts. Before it was that kind of media hype. Like, I remember seeing people. I'm like, oh, man, what are these kids doing? Do they smoke it? No, you just, like, huff it. You, like, you know, it's like huffing gas or something. Uh, It's almost the same thing, you know? But I think a lot of drugs and bad drugs have changed. Dance floor culture for sure mm-hmm. um crowds are getting younger, and they yeah. don't really i don't yeah, time. it's like younger, and you know for somebody like us in our like mature ages of <laughs> the thirties and forties realm, <laughs> it's like music for us is like you know still very artful and yeah. you know I'm not saying it in a pretentious way, but like I seek to find music, and I, uh-huh. my whole life is around listening to different kinds of music and uh-huh. being introduced to all this other kind of shit, you know, or symphony or what, what, like whatever the fuck it is. Kids, no, they're just like, oh, that's what's cool. Like, okay, right. I just go listen to this. It's
0: like a follower culture. A yeah, and like
1: people don't buy records; people like right. stream music. Yeah, you know. So Do you
0: think that people don't have to buy music is um, not devalued it monetarily, which obviously it has, but devalued it in that. It's like there's no there's no need to go wait for it to come out and to oh make yeah, sure you yeah, got yeah, it yeah, and yeah, to, right, right. to find it and to f- you know yeah. wait outside the record store whatever it is because it's just like oh yeah it's just basically delivered to my computer doorstep I don't
1: and even have to buy it you can just right, literally I can just stream it. everything Yeah I think that re- it does it does devalue it greatly you mm-hmm. know they they and I know
0: there's going to be like some
1: snobby like I don't really, I have like a couple records. I'm like a, I'm not like a record collector. We have records, but we're not like. You weren't
0: playing records when you started DJing. I'm just really like vinyl DJing. only. Can right. Well, you and didn't like, start spinning vinyl. You no, no. But collecting, like, we like sure.
1: having the piece of art and we'll listen to it. And I get it. It's like the cool preservation. But I do remember a time, you know, I grew up in the early 80s before, like when cassettes were just a thing, you know, just becoming a thing. And even that you had to like go, it's the same experience of that or record, you know they were next to each other in the store
0: the cassette yeah yeah. it's like
1: you had to even buying cds like that Uh was still sort of the essence of it you know you couldn't listen to it beforehand there was no previews anywhere right you like just needed to trust like oh man that new prince album man i'm so stoked and go and like take the plastic off you took a chance yeah you took a chance you took a risk and you put your money down you sat and you listened to it
0: right you know and you You formed
1: an opinion about it right right
0: You didn't, like, put it on in the background while you were, like, texting and, like, LOLing. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah, or sipping your Tussin.
0: Tussin. I saw this metal band. The guy was sipping Robitussin, but I didn't uh, realize that it was, like, big in the whole EDM world. No,
1: they're not. Like, Robitussin, like, no, that's...
0: Child's that's old play. that's
1: like old child's play so shit. how do
0: people get it then like if it's prescription some underground just, some uh, underground market so you've seen it like in the green room you've seen it like many yes, times
1: yes and everybody and that's what sings the double cups it. is
0: like a cup of alcohol cup. and a cup of yeah. of codeine stuff
1: codeine with like sprite that's like uh. southern rap culture stuff nice, you know? nice. well i it's didn't not, know you were not, so southern
0: actually,
1: rap i love i love it all i still love yeah. i listen to literally everything you know but
0: I'd love to see a picture of you and Rick Ross next to each other. Oh, actually, yeah. that would be so amazing.
1: I'd be the size He'd of like his leg. Like, yeah, I'd be like the the whole size of like a
0: leg. <laughs> you like hold on to just, him. Yeah, like while a koala bear. Yeah, so like, eh. Rick Ross just walking and you're grabbing onto his huge thighs. That'd be amazing. That'd be like a meme forever. Totally. So, um, oh, I was going to ask you about. Cause uh, your boyfriend makes music and DJs yeah. and is vocalist. Yes. I don't know if he's doing vocals. Is he been doing vocals? Or no, something? no. Yeah, he's no. just making music now. Yeah. Is there? Is that hard to navigate? Like both of you being DJs? Is there competition? Is there like you're getting booked more than he is, or your tracks are getting more attention than he is? is oh it, man,
1: not at all. It's the coolest thing to yeah. have somebody who's. The closest to you, yeah, like 100%, get it about being crazy, a crazy. You got to be a little crazy to like want to like be in this lifestyle. Uh-huh. It's not normal, uh-huh. so just get that whole thing. Like he was touring, you know, as a young as like as a teenager doing stuff, you know, uh-huh. like rap stuff. But um, now it's like having somebody the closest to you who understands it 100%, supports you, like has the same thrill of like listening to new samples and stuff you know like Mm -hmm. it's this is it's so natural that it's both in both of our lives like can completely like dictates our whole world together Mm. it's completely natural and the best thing i think it you know i don't know when people are like oh opposites attract type thing it's like for me I, i don't understand how it would be cool if I was just listening. To, if I didn't make music or something and like listen to singing somebody like listening to kicks for like an hour straight <laughs> or something, that's weird to me. Yeah, that's yeah. really awful, actually. Right, it's yeah. like torture. Yeah. <laughs> or not just like trying to find a, like the snare or yeah. something, you know? I think it'd be retarded. That'd yeah. be like a retarded relationship. But having so, somebody who gets it and understands it and is like stoked about, you know, Finishing bars or like anything like that, you know? I think it's it helps you our relationship. Inspire each other. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And you work on music together?
1: Yeah, yeah, we have been.
0: Have you been? Yeah. Do you have like a moniker that you're working under too? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's called tex-y. Tex-y? Yeah.
0: Texi. Texi? Yeah. T E X I. T
1: E K S I.
0: Oh, texy. Yeah. Okay. And what's that gonna what's that gonna sound Uh like?
1: we did, you know, we've only done like DJ sets together, but we have we're working on tunes and it's more like it's four four. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we have more of like, it's an experience, you know, it's all music that we love. And yeah. uh, the stuff that we're trying to do is a little bit more uh, either kind of ghetto house stuff or uh, kind of the kind of essence of Asia influence, but not using like Asian instruments, just like this cool, like, you oh, know,
0: I you were joking. For no, no, but Asia. like,
1: like, not like, we are using fucking kalimbas and shit. But, like, yeah. the essence of what it's to be to, like, walk in the streets of Kuala Lumpur when it's fucking dark out and it's, like, 100 degrees. It's so just it the like vibe, a... vibe of, like, oh, okay. escapes of kind of that.
0: So it's not the dark German techno...
1: No, like, fun shit and stuff oh, okay. that's danceable and fun or, you know, or doing, like, ghetto house stuff. It's really...
0: Is it weird to pop into the whole house world after being... Like, the way I look at it is it like... The broken beats, Mm -hmm. breaks, Mm -hmm. hip-hop, not necessarily hip-hop as much, but breaks, dubstep, all that, always have a little less popular. Not that there aren't as many, there's a million dedicated Skrillex fans, but like if you want to look at Tiesto's fans or Cascade's fans, I mean, it's just insane. Well, that's
1: even, that's trance.
0: Right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But I mean, the four on the floor world has just always attracted more people, you know? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. when you get into that world, you're in such a much bigger pond. Do you feel like lost? Like, there's just like, you're putting stuff out, and it's like, no one's, I don't know yeah, if, you know if anyone's going to hear this shit, you know?
1: It's interesting. I think, um, well,. For me, too, like leaving Dubstep when Dubstep became Brostep, that's when I was Mm -hmm. like, ah, peace. I'm like, I'm out, I'm running around. I'm like running away from this music so fast. (laughs) I was like, what's the new cool shit? Uh And it was all this kind of resurgence and resurrection of like old garage and house and, you know, cool minimal techno stuff. And I'm like, oh, God, that's where it's at. But, you know, honestly, it wasn't it. And a lot of it is now heavily influenced in so many, different things right now um and those specific crowds like if you want to get like super nerdy about some like minimal techno like yeah 20 people to a room like that's actual like that's te- super that's like
0: minimal techno <laughs> if you know 20 people in a room well that's like berlin right? yeah
1: yeah it's like oh 50 people in a room great night you know and i'm like i yeah. love that kind of thing but you you know it's interesting because when i see people like jimmy edgar now playing edc that's crazy to me yeah i thought that was crazy too really cool yeah and actually could just kind of seeing his career path on a whole yeah it's been really interesting but he's doing like you know all of the his ultra magic stuff is all four four stuff and all like all the artists that are on there is all very just like straightforward yeah like house and techno right and not electro not big room shit not like you know Afrojack stuff or like right. you know or a track yeah it's none of that stuff yeah. it's like straightforward you know cool shit yeah. and when he I see him on lineups like EDC or playing Hard Fest or yeah. you know when they had Daniel Avery playing Hard Fest I was like oh my god that's really cool so I'm actually really I have a lot of hope
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: for the stuff that I'm doing and artists so like, you da- think like you're Daniel.
0: kind of you're in a little bit of like a sub genre. Even so, because you're not electro and you're not trance yeah, and you're not still, big room house, yeah, so yeah, it's still so if when hard you're place, into when to yeah. the, the vibe you're into, it's still like you're still keeping it underground basically, trying and, to in a yeah. way yeah. because you don't you're not aiming towards like the big big room bangers that are are like you know yeah the sounds, electro stuff the like, electro yeah, stuff yeah. that everyone's just jumping yeah. on yeah. Or, or things like that yeah. no
1: but I and you know I used to when I switched when I flipped the whole my whole. Script on what I was doing, you know, it was definitely like scary because I was like, man, I don't know if people are going to be into this. Like, these yeah. kids, like, dancing to house music. But now, every time I go play somewhere where, you know, small towns, I'm like, oh man, they're just not exposed and I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. I am never disappointed. It is people are like, damn, we've been like waiting to hear something different. Or when I see people like Daniel Avery playing Hard Fest now, I'm like, that is crazy to me. Like, so cool. And, you know, I see it more and more that. Just kind of classic stuff is being brought to the attention and you know much more popular.
0: Do you think? Um, do you think that there are people who are disappointed though? Do you think have people? Come oh yeah, people to you? are
1: definitely not into some shit that I do. Yeah. I definitely lost a lot of these other... And so how was that? Base. Was that
0: did that because that would that for me personally would be crushing. You know, like I you know if one person likes it, that's great. If one person hates it, I like think about it for a week. Oh you know? yeah,
1: I don't know. I just it uh, doesn't. I don't know. If I, dude, if I wanted to, if I was really about that, if I was Mm -hmm. like disappointed, I lost fans and I was like, wasn't confident that I was going to be able to do art as my livelihood anymore, I would still, I would be playing Brostep as some other moniker in like a bikini. I would be able to do that. No fucking problem. Can we I get you to do that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will buy the bikini to watch you play Brostep step in it. American hey, flag bikini would be, <laughs> okay. no, uh, uh, Confederate flag bikini. Can we bikini. call it
1: world music though?
0: Yeah, we'll call, that'll be your DJ name, DJ world <laughs> <laughs> music.
1: <laughs> oh my God. And you'll like wear s- a
0: Confederate flag bikini and that would be, and you need to get a boob job, but that's cool, right?
1: Be easily paid for once. Easily. Well,
0: yeah, once the show takes off, we're big money. Yeah. I
1: can't worry about people that I'm not going to, that aren't going to enjoy. What I listen to or uh-huh. when I want to want to share what I make. I can't, I don't know. I just can't be bothered by that. Do you, you feel know? like that? People, you know, everybody's got their own taste in music. It's a personal thing. If you don't sure. like what I do, please go find music you like. You I know, but doesn't
0: it scare the shit out of you to think about like not having this shows amazing or, like, job. having... Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, but I think that has, n- you know, living an artist lifestyle has never been, it's never a consistent. Thing mm-hmm. and I think it's all—it's been a risk and it's still a risk for a lot of people. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like you actually, okay, you can have a couple months ahead of your life, but literally, if something go, like okay, for instance, look at Tigran. That shit, maybe that's gonna end. You his think career. that shit, Do you
0: think that shit is gonna end his career? I meant to ask you that when we were talking about it. Oh. Like, not not end his career because I don't think I think the scene's too young and too you well, know just open for. But do you do you think promote like there's gonna be promoters who pull offers? You 100%, know what I mean? If, yes. I, I think so, too. Because I think
1: there's two... Well, okay, this is kind of tying into what we're talking to, you know, about, like, this... You never know how long this is going to be. It's a very inconsistent kind of fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of yeah. lifestyle, you know? So yeah. I can't be bothered by the people that aren't going to enjoy it. All I can do is, like, be a good person, Yeah. do my best in the industry, play music that I like, and I know it's going to connect, and you just hope. yeah. When you're shitty to people, yeah. <laughs> when you do shitty things, yeah. When you don't care about, I don't know, the art, and when you don't care about like things, no, good, no, nothing good is gonna come of that. When you get know? caught there's up too m- in the yeah, details, yeah. There's like of, yeah. too many people that can do it better, right? You know, do it the same or better. That are gonna people want to work with you again? You know, it's just i don't know
0: well yeah I, I mean i agree with you entirely i think
1: is it a career-ending move i don't know yeah. but i would never even if you wanted to act like that yeah even if i wanted to be a sh- like complete maniac and like throw fits and like even if i had that within me i think i would still be smart enough to be like you can't do that yeah it's not normal behavior yeah you just can't fucking act reckless yeah you know Think it's just crazy, not act sa- right. It's, well, yeah, that's it's, it's just not motto. safe. And, you know, and that's really the biggest thing.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, and and I think, um, you know, so you think it'll affect his career. You think, uh, I mean, I, it looks like it affects his fan base, but it's hard to tell. You know, people will post anything on social media. It creates this co- anonymity co- yeah. where people can say terrible yeah. things about somebody else and walk away and never have to look back. And whether they maybe just felt it in that moment. And sometimes the scene seems so young and fickle that it's mm-hmm. just like, in in a month, everyone's like, "Huh, what?" But the thing is, this this has gotten so much attention.
1: It's gotten a lot of attention, and I well, think and it's it also was...
0: because there's a history. Yes, you know, and that's the reason. It, if it was a one time thing, it would have been a big deal. Yeah, but and it obviously... wasn't like a
1: tiny show in like right. You know, Fargo, North Dakota. This is like kind of a high profile high profile festival.
0: Right. It in was in, a... in Houston, right? Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, high profile artists, <laughs> high profile production, yeah, high profile booking. You know, it's it should get a lot of attention and, uh-huh. you know.
0: Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, I had I had a similar kind of incident once, but it kind of got something else crazy happened that night. So this thing DJ who I kind of got into a tiff with yeah, ended up uh, spraying the stage with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> Not my stage, a different stage. Damn. And so that got un- all the attention. <laughs> for the night.
1: You like sent him flowers the next day. Well, and I like, was like thanks for yeah, kind of. My, yeah, yeah. My well, the thing that reputation. went down, I
0: wasn't in the wrong, but it was like the moment that you're talking about where it's like the stage manager on my stage was not doing shit. I was like, yo, you to tell him he's done." And he's like, "Oh, I told him." I was like, "Yeah, I know you told him, but now it's time for me to play and he's not oh, done." Yeah, so, yeah. and he goes he's just sitting on the drum riser. So, I went up and I said, "Is this your last song?" And he said, "Yeah." So, he played out a song and I started playing. And then he turned down my fader and started playing a new song. (gasps) What? And I was like, what are you doing? And I put my fader back up and he turned it back down and I hit stop on the CDJs. And it made me look like the bad guy though because he like stopped the music. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? You know, but whatever. It was just, it was one of those experiences. But it's funny because when I read about Tigran's thing, I was like, wow, you know, I mean, I would have never gone and like thrown something at the guy. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just in the Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. I want to play music. I think you're right. That's just so over-the-top violent. But it was just like that heat, that tension that rises when you're playing because you're a little bit nervous, and you're getting up there, and you're hoping everything works. And, you know, when stuff starts going wrong, you don't have a lot of room to, like, let things... No,
1: but you can, you know, we're all fucking adults, man. Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, there's a
0: professionalism. You know,
1: somebody fucking bumps into you at the grocery store, like you can't just trip out on somebody <laughs> because they bumped right. into you. You Like, society doesn't work like that. It, I'm me, running
0: to the vodka aisle, like, and I'm going Just because fucking, you're an you artist,
1: and you, you are the most overprivileged person in the world right now. Yeah. No matter who the fuck you are, right. you are the most overprivileged person. Right. Just... Be cool, man. Like, reel it in. Yeah, (laughs) I understand. You know, everything's heated and, like, oh, you you think somebody's unplugging your stuff and, like, somebody's cutting your music off. Like, I get all that and I understand emotions get in the way. But you have to remember, like, this is a human. I'm a human. We're adults. Yeah. You're in a very overprivileged position as it is. Like, you can't just act like a fucking, you can't act like that. You just can't. Yeah, I agree. You know, just because you're in this position doesn't give you... Any more room to be violent or mm-hmm. irrational or anything? You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Well, um, have you? Did you read? I mean, this is all this like news stories about EDM, but I just happened to run across these yeah. both yesterday when I was doing a little research. Yeah, Tom Petty made this comment in USA Today um, uh, right past the color color by numbers page. <laughs> <laughs> USA Today is such a joke, but he said to USA Today, you know, he was like watching someone spin records. What the fuck is that? You know, he was like, it's a drug culture, which is funny for him to say to me because I'm like, Like, did you not come up in a little like we learned it from watching you? (laughs) 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 I mean. I mean, completely. Dylan and the Dead yeah, yeah. and the Almond Brothers. It, like uh, the Almond Brothers weren't known for their sobriety. You know what I mean? Like, was
1: any artist that came up in the like '60s, '70s, yeah. or '80s known for their sobriety? Unless you were like Amy Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know if
0: anyone who hears this is going to know who Amy <laughs> Grant is. We should play some. Someone needs to remix Amy Grant. Really,
1: <laughs> the Christmas album.
0: <laughs> Do you have it or something?
1: No, but she's like Christian <laughs> Rock. Yeah, okay. Oh, but Christian she was like the Ryan. biggest.
0: Oh, she was huge. She was the biggest.
1: What does it mean? Like nobody I don't know many rock stars in those eras that were known for their sobriety, so Tom Petty, what the fuck, man? Well and I,
0: I think it's kinda cool that he hates on it. I remember I remember hearing um Lemmy from Motorhead. He was like, you know, when I was when I was coming up, all the girls wore tight clothes. They were in a rock and roll and now girls are all into this like electronic music and they wear baggy clothes. Although this was this was kind of a little before. Now the girls are back to like yeah. no clothes. R- but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like rave, like old rave, like Yeah, old rave. Like thirty two inch pants.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jenkos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like and like a backpack made out of a box that was for um laundry detergent and stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or like a panda. <laughs> So and like candy necklaces. Yeah, wears. yeah. All oh, neck- those days. Were I so know. Fun. I miss those they days. It was so fun.
0: It was funny because a lot of people on Tigran's thing was mentioning. A lot of the comments were mentioning plur. You know, P L U R. Peace, love, unity, respect for anyone who's been asleep for the past twenty years. But. You know, and I was like, oh, pleur is still a thing. Like, I didn't know that people were still... I always oh, thought serious? that when I got into it young, I was like, this is cool. Like, we all love each other and shit. Because <laughs> yeah. I was kind of a hippie at heart anyway. Yeah. So pleur is like the raver hippie motto or whatever. And I, I think it's a great thing. Um and I thought a lot of people were saying, they were like, this isn't Plur, you know? And I was like, oh, I didn't know Plur was like still alive and well. Like the kids are still plurring or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, have you heard anyone mention Plur to you at a oh, show or something? A lot. Oh, a really? A lot, a lot. Oh, it's, it's still like,
1: it. younger, like younger shows, though. Not like yeah. a crowd of like 30 year olds, but like the under 20 and yeah. like the under tw- the 25 and under crowd still.
0: Wait, now here's this is this is funny. We were just talking about this at the beginning, but like you're talking about girls running up to you and going, "Oh my god, you inspire me and like it's so great to see you up here and girl power." Now, what happens when you like this girl who's telling you this is in like her underwear. You know what the, I mean? The the uniform? Yeah. <laughs> the uniform.
1: the ununiform. Yeah, the yeah. well it's
0: like yeah, it's like, I got to get ready for work. Time to strip down. Oh, my God. I've yeah. literally
1: seen kids been dropped off at shows like that. like By all, their parents? Yeah, by their parents. And all of the girls, the second the car drives away, like, tear away clothes. Oh, really? I'm not shitting you.
0: You see them. Oh, so th- they they, th- they make their parents think they're just like wearing whatever. Normal yeah, like
1: clothes. wearing like clothes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> wearing just wearing <laughs> actual just clothes threads that are part polyester, part cotton. Yeah, and then, cotton. Like, they
1: tear like tear away. Yeah, stuff them in their bag, go in the bathroom, put like crazy makeup on, and then right ask people for drugs. Like that's <laughs> definitely a thing. I've been in the crowd when that's happened and people asking me for drugs.
0: Yeah, well, how does Kids. that go over?
1: Not well. Because I usually, well, because, you know, I know it's not your thing. Well, it's not my thing, but it used to be heavily my thing when I was a kid. Oh, when you were a kid, it was? Yeah. Kid like 18. Oh,
0: okay. Before I I knew.
1: Yeah, like I had a whole fucking, you know, an era of like underground raves and like, you know, New York clubbing and stuff when I was underage.
0: And that kind of stuff? Yeah.
1: Like when, pills with the fucking all these symbols and stuff like that was my that error. Was that's your, when I got it out but this is but like but you
0: weren't doing like coke and no 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 and no, no. Like, but like heroin and shit like that
1: fuck no but kids you know ask me for drugs I'm like okay I'm not shaming these girls because sure. I you you know or dudes or I mean, dudes. everyone uh, asks yeah, you for uh, drugs yeah everybody asks you for drugs and I'm not like fucking kids like I'm like actually you know what I would I kind of enjoy when I'm like, oh, if people here were just like all on acid listening to music right now. That'd be so cool. Like no <laughs> yeah. alcohol. You sound you know, like your brother. Yeah. Or people are just like. If everyone's just on just acid like, right acid? now. Or like if somebody just were like, on, like, the, like the one little pop of like nice clean MDMA and just like right. listening music and only right. drinking water. Like right. I am down with that actually. That only happens with, in like psychological experiments. Yeah, in the exactly, 60s. exactly. Yeah. But now it's like kind of trashy, and I think it's kind of yeah. dangerous because of the ki- of girls how they dress and the quality of drugs going around. I, and you know, and it does kind of. I've seen bad things happen. You know, and like what? Well, like kids, kind of like taking not understanding how to do drugs
0: yeah sure not knowing how amateurs. to amateurs yeah yeah <laughs> amateurs. no but seriously no. But like, we've just, all been amateurs yeah at it's at like not users. knowing
1: how to handle it or being in a space sure. where it's not safe you know and yeah but i don't shame kids for asking me for drugs and stuff but i usually i'm like no i don't need drugs but you know what you just gotta be cooler asking don't ask me <laughs> where's molly don't ask me have you, where's molly yes Is that what they ask me? i use i was like the one time where i was like the tearaway clothes and i was in the show i was like
0: did they know you wow. were the... De- the no, were perform- I, was just, oh, I wasn't just. I was performing. I was just at a show. Oh, okay.
1: At our friends. He's like, will you please come to the show? We're like all, ooh, we're like, all ages. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> and that was the first time I saw the Tearaways and like girls asking me literally like, have you seen my friend Molly? And I'm like, Have hey. you seen my friend Molly? Man, I'm, I'm like, never that. go find link. your Molly. I'm like, go find it. Go find your girl, <laughs> Molly. <laughs> go find but it, Molly. I'm like, you just got to be cooler. You just got to be cooler and more educated and just be more of a ninja surrounding your experience well, like i think there's I'm responsible drug
0: using yeah of course and we've all we've you know people are there we know we know the people who do it and we know the people who don't and i know
1: people that have not survived bad experiences yeah. you know Unfortunately, so we
0: both know some yeah of so
1: i don't know drug culture is not gonna stop you know no, it's, it's not, not always anywhere. the most it's not like the pinnacle experience that everybody's having there i don't think it's like that
0: you but think this shit will eventually plateau out a little bit? The drug thing? I mean, just drug this, vibe or the, like the, the the drug vibe and also the celebrity EDC. vibe oh. and the and the the huge production and I mean it seems like everything's just steroids, you know? I mean it's just like bigger, better, like get higher, do I more don't drugs. Know. I used to think, I used to, to think like louder music. Yeah, I was
1: like, oh man, this
0: heavier. Like the bro step now, I'm like, whoa, this makes like the old bro step. Yeah, sound like, like fucking Shirley Temple,
1: right? Or I'm like, oh, this trap thing—it'll be here and gone, you know, like right. real quick. Mm-hmm. Or these productions, but every time I turn around and you look at like summer music festivals in the United States, you're like, those Tomorrowland things—they're yeah. doing like six just in the states now. Right. Like every time I turn around, there's another huge one. There's another yeah. big one. I'm like, oh man, this thing is like fucking herpes. They're popping up everywhere, you know. Yeah. I so mean, I don't think it's it doesn't show any sign of slowing
0: do you think it's hurt your booking and your career a little bit like this vibe because I know me and you've talked yeah, about this yeah, before yeah. that when this happened I was, I was like cool you know what is it a rising tide raises all boats is what sure, they say in sure, economics sure, or something sure. but I feel like we've gotten a little Man. left behind whereas it's like we've been doing this from before that and I mean whatever I'm just as grateful as you to be able to be able to still do this but it's like wow I thought I thought so many more kids interested in EDM would mean I got a lot more fans. And I probably did get some, but I definitely, you know, bookings, as you know, I've just, like, dropped off, yeah. which is crazy. Because um, all these festivals are sucking the money out of these kids' pockets.
1: Yeah. Also... You know,
0: that's part of it, at least.
1: Also, it's easier now. Like, it's easier to make music. It's easier to, yeah. like, learn how to be a there's DJ. less buffer It's zone. easier to fake being a DJ. Yeah. Not a lot of people don't really DJ anymore, you know? So there's a lot of easier ways, and I think... It's attractive for people to be like, I want nobody like I want to be that person, and yeah, there's a lot right. more of that. So yeah, I.
0: What's the fakest shit you've seen go down? Like when you've been playing and seen, some, have you seen people just playing out of iTunes like a mix and shit like that?
1: Uh, I see, yeah, or like pre-recorded or like banging on shit that's like not even plugged in. You yeah. know, and I'm just like, why are you gonna fake? Like, don't Air do knobbing. that. Yeah, just like I don't. Who cares then? Just go throw cakes in a the face then, or something? yeah, but yeah, it's definitely hurt bookings because I remember, you know, before before I even you know, when I started just like, oh, I'm touring all the time. I guess this is just my life now that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. There used to be room for everybody. It felt like you right. could go tour anywhere in the states on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night not just weekend shows and you could make money. There was people at the shows. Everybody was stoked and tickets were like $10. Yeah, right. Now, because of the production and stadium shows, Mm -hmm. kids are like, well, I have $50. Am I going to go spend it on four different shows this week or am I going to go spend it on one mega show that all
0: my friends are going to? That all my friends are at, at the
1: stadium experience. I'll probably just do that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I, I mean, I've definitely seen a decline in, you know. I'm not coming from some like whiny, like woe is me type thing. It's just sure. a reality. No, yeah. It's, it's just a reality. Happening. There's not room for everybody anymore. Right. And uh, promoters don't, uh, there's also not a lot of just independent promoters anymore that are doing cool shows.
0: Yeah. Like you know? AEG and Live Nation it's, have bought up a ton of the promoters. Oh,
1: my God. They bought up all the promoters, they bought up all the festivals. Yeah. And so now they only want to book their artists. Right. So now that's right. also shifted a great bit. So you're like, man, there used to be the thing where every festival across the States, like you would literally travel across the, across the United States to go to this one festival because it was this one kind of music and one kind of experience. Yeah. And these artists, you would go to the next one, another weekend because it was all different people and like this all different experience. But now they all look the same. Right. It's all the same artists across the board yeah. and it's, really boring yeah so promoters there's no independent promoters nobody's really taking risks on doing yeah. you know competing with that kind of stuff
0: yeah well because no one in a boardroom at live nation or ag is going to say hey let's take a risk on this new guy they're going they're looking at the top
1: oh top yeah grossing they're djs like, and they're like we tickets. need the top 20 guys yeah. here of our dudes yeah yeah, like, we'll yeah only of work, our dudes we'll only work t- with these the top one grossing agencies. guys of our dudes yeah
0: and that's who's yeah. going to fill in all our top slots for every festival that we throw this yeah, year. Yeah, it's
1: big business leverage <clears> now, you know. It just didn't used to have that feeling It didn't have vibe. big business. Yeah, it was truly yeah. underground. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: there wasn't that much money at stake. Yeah. You know, I remember, like, you know, people would bring me out, and it was like I would sleep at their house. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would be paying me out of, like, like rent money yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. and, like, the money that they earned personally. There was no there was no promoter backing this up. This mm-hmm. was like them wanting mm-hmm. to bring good music to them right. and yeah. the people that yeah. they were uh you know, the people in their crew or the people in their town. yeah, yeah,
1: so yeah, shit's changed greatly, you know, but it's yeah, it's just super saturated because now there's like a million, there's like a hundred people that are these artists that make basically the same music. <laughs> I know. Instead of like five people that kind of made weird down temple, there's like a hundred people. Yeah. Or now that people used to make kind of dubstep, now there's like 6,000 people that only make bro step that all kind of sounds like this thing. And,
0: and they've got a new track up every day on SoundCloud. Yeah, it's and crazy,
1: man. It is really crazy.
0: <clears throat> I think the shining thing, or at least, you know, this is what I tell myself, yeah. is that, you know, when you've been in the game for a while, it's not about making a big deal of yourself in a certain moment or having that track that everyone loves because eventually, you know, the shelf life of these tracks, they turn like turn down week. for what? Yeah, I mean, that'll yeah. be in a hamburger commercial yeah, next year yeah, and then no yeah, one will yeah. ever yeah. hear it again. Right, right. And I mean, it's, I dig that track too. It's kind of become my personal motto because I'm like, turn down for what? you right? Right. Like, <laughs> I don't turn down for Th- shit.
1: That's a that's a good statement.
0: I like that. Turn down for what? Great like question. for what? Why, yeah. why would you do exactly. that? Exactly. Why would I turn down? <laughs> but I mean, I think it's when you stay in the game just staying in the game. Just staying in yeah, the game. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. going out there playing shows. They're not all sold out, not even close. But there's those fans there who love you, who appreciate mm-hmm. it. And those people, you know, are keeping this alive, I feel like, yeah. and are keeping – there's still an underground there, I think. And yeah. there's still people who are looking for edgy stuff. They were, they've always been there. It's just that there's, like, now a whole flood of other people who are going, oh, wait, this is what's cool. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and I, yeah. what I think, though, in a few years, I don't know, a lot of these kids are going to start wondering where all this shit came from, you know? A lot of them will fall off and go on to other things, but some of them will be like, you know, none of these kids like knows who Square Pusher is. Right, right or, right. or maybe, probably not or even his like, twin. Or, or, yeah, or like
1: Daft Punk, or like Pharrell Williams has not been in Daft Punk the whole oh time. Oh, yeah, I thought
0: he founded Daft Punk. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> he's the lead singer of Daft yeah.
1: Punk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Don't oh, yeah, you know he's him? the lead oh, yeah, singer dad for dad Daft Punk. Right, well, right. no, those other two guys, he just hires them. <laughs>
1: They're his backup
0: band. Yeah, they're his backup band. His backup you know what? They, people probably fucking think that.
1: Think of like the average. Think of when that last album came yeah,
0: out. Yeah, right. They didn't
1: know like a 12-year-old, like a 15-year-old, yeah. like anybody. Yeah, sure. didn't know.
0: When I grew up and I heard Stevie Wonder, I just called to say I love you. I was like, this sucks. Stevie Wonder blows. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, Stevie Wonder's a genius. Right. I just didn't yeah. listen to right. stuff right. before. Yeah. I just called to say I love you. Right. You know? <laughs> But I was like twelve, you know, so I didn't. You don't. That's the thing. The thing is young, and I think with age, hopefully there'll be some kids who genuinely are into it. They just got into it when it was popular, just like we all do, oh, of you course, know. Of course. And then we start digging, like you and I have been forever and ever. And like I still go through SoundCloud and listen to just. I'll listen to any one stuff they send me. Yeah, I probably shouldn't yeah. say I'm get a million things, but <laughs> I will. I, I, because,
1: SoundCloud.com backslash <laughs> yes, craddy. craddy.
0: That's with a K. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it is it is cool. I'm actually on this thing called Fluence. It's a new website, and you, people can submit tracks, and I will respond and give them critique oh, cool. on the tracks, which that's is interesting. Cool. And I've submitted a couple to other people in the business, and it kind of brings together, like, tastemaker creators yeah, cool. and influencers and whatever. And so I've gotten, like, a bunch of tracks and just given people Um, advice on that stuff. So it's really interesting. I like listening to the new stuff because exactly what you're saying, I think people, like there's been, now instead of 50 guys making dubstep, there's like 5,000. Like not even exaggerating. There's more than that. But, but then there's this, that one dude who lives in, like, fucking Albania mm-hmm. who never thought he would ever make music, but, like, his computer came with the program to make music on it or something, yeah, and yeah. he decided to sit down and make some shit, and all of a sudden, you know, we're listening to someone who never would have done it, and you're like, wow, this guy's next level, yeah, you yeah, know? And I think yeah. that's really exciting to see people, like Kashmir Cat to see him get kind of attention is cool. It's relief because I'm like, okay, good. This guy, you know, hopefully lasts a little while, but, you know, he's not Mm -hmm. out there just doing, like, big room electro. Well,
1: look at some like Burial, you know? Right. Like, really still completely anonymous. It was just recently that a photo, like, he posted his own kind of photo and, like, a letter, basically, like, hey, everybody, I'm Burial. But, I mean, there were years where he was, like, this nameless, faceless dude who made the most poignant fucking music like yeah. it hit everybody on a level it didn't yeah. matter what you listen to it's just like an emotional thing you know yeah. and people are like crazy about it but it's like he's not doing shows nobody, nobody books burial for shows you think
0: burial like exists on money from his records Do you think he has another job He's gotta have another job, right? You no,
1: know, I've heard other things or other rumors or like who he is and what it is. I heard
0: like this. I saw this funny article that Fortet admitted he was burial, and oh I my actually God, totally so believed funny. it. Yeah, so funny. I know, I totally fucking um, fell for it.
1: But you know, somebody, you know, for something like that, it's so crazy niche. I mean, it's not even niche. I mean, that's something that like he's not trying to make money. Mu- he's. I don't think he ever made that music with the goal to go famous off it of because he won't do shows. He like yeah. literally admits that he's just gonna like go hole up and for six months and play this weird video game, and hopefully you know he'll finish some other tunes and give it to the world or whatever you know. Yeah, I don't think you know. There's still people that are in it for just the to, sake of art and sake of music, music and making music just to make music, not for profit, not to make music as a job. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, that's you know I think it's. um it's, uh, what do they call it, like the golden handcuff or something. I felt this because when I was coming up, I was making music. I was just playing. I Until like the past few years, I played whatever the fuck I wanted to play. Trish. Not to say yeah. I don't play what I like to play. I st- I love all that trap shit personally. I don't like some of it, but some of it's very interesting. And But I remember being like, wow, it's like I kind of took this for granted. And then when it feels like it's going to go away... You know, mm, I think mm. you start to panic a little and you see people trying to fit in, trying to follow. And then but that's like the death knoll. Right. Yeah. You know, if yeah. I come out with an electro album, um, you know, people are going to be like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. want the, the underground is still alive, even I though it seems like it. everything is such a big deal. Yeah. You know, oh, this big room shit is all such a big deal. If you were to go chase after that, it's like. You're never gonna catch that shit. Yeah. It's all—it's all—it's yeah. yeah. already happened.
1: But you know, as much as I kind of might sound like complaining about like, yeah, it's oversaturation and all this shit's getting all crazy. Back when we were Back kids. Back when we were
0: kids. We used to have to go buy <laughs> records. used to have to save up our. We allowance. saved up. I had to get turntables <laughs> and needles, and the needles would wear out. Does this drive wear out? Probably not.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I know it sounds. like I might sound complaining. I'm not at all because also with the use of technology and like the way things are now. Yeah. If you want to find cool, interesting music, you can do it very easily. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you just. I, I just hope this is my hope for people. I the the crowds and all this popular shit. Right. Mm-hmm. My only hope is people still go to shows. Because I think it's good for you. I think it's good to go experience music, experience music in numbers and dance mm-hmm. or do whatever, you know. Just go stay in the back of the room. I think it's good for you. Mm-hmm. But just I hope people's taste will want to, you know, that you're hungry for different things and your taste will evolve. And, you know, yeah. that you'll be interested in checking, like finding the music that you actually really enjoy. Yeah. You know, and sure. that's just really what my biggest hope because people are gonna make music people are gonna go to shows but just if you're gonna be doing that just like have good taste because <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: it's like, if everyone just had good
1: yeah, taste just good taste just have better taste yeah you know or just want something more than just what you think is like popular and cool yeah you know right but
0: well once the influx of money comes that's where all of a sudden it becomes like well fuck what's cool what's making dollars yeah, you know yeah. but you know t- i had an
1: interesting there's an yeah. interesting uh argument i was going on i was like on a tour or something, and every day I would ask like some outlandish question or, you know, and...
0: Like online? Yeah, I was
1: like probably two years ago or something, and one of the most... It was a really interesting debate going on. Mm -hmm. So I was like, does it matter... Does anybody care who makes the music? Does it matter DJ versus producer? Does anybody know what that means and the difference between the two? Yeah. Does it matter if it's a girl or a boy or if who made it or who's playing it? Would you rather hear like a well-mixed set or just try you just want to hear tunes right do you care how the medium's being played yeah like, like if
0: someone's up there playing keys or are they just playing yeah like songs? does it matter
1: like if you knew somebody's playing like a pre-recorded mix and just like crowd surfing into you are you into that if you are why and why doesn't it bother you and what if you aren't say? into it so the you know one of the coolest things because i'm from like I DJ and I love... The, I would just be bored if I wasn't doing anything up there. Sure. You know. And I love the art of mixing records. Yeah. I just do it now. It's so fun. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people were like, man, I don't know. For me, it doesn't matter. Like, I, am in the, I want to be in the back of the room. I don't care to see... Who it is.
0: Mm-hmm. I just
1: care what's coming out of the speakers. If I like the music, I don't care who's playing it,
0: what they're I don't care doing who's or what they're not it. doing. I'm
1: hanging out with my friends. Right. And I'm there to party and like hang out. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it's interesting. It is interesting. It doesn't bother you that that artist. I'm like, so it really doesn't bother you if they you pay money to go see this thing. He's like, No, I just want to hear the music. You know, I know it's so amazing.
0: Yeah, because I mean, when I was coming up, people were spinning records. We would watch the people spin records. Jesus Christ. If someone was playing like like a pre recorded mix and was faking spinning records, which is essentially what's going
1: on,
0: that would have been like the biggest blasphemy to the whole world and idea of what we had going on. It was about the artistry of mixing. Yeah. And like, look
1: at like there's world competition (laughs) based upon the art of like, dj right you know
0: right and then as people are like you know they don't care they're there for the experience yeah which is is interesting i think that's one thing that that the electronic music thing has Over that's why rock bands some rock bands aren't doing so well only a few are doing well because edm provides an experience and sometimes those rock bands are just providing a band on stage Mm -hmm. that's it's not a for 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 whatever reason, for these kids, it's not enough of a it's thing. It's not enough. It's yeah. It's not a thing for yeah. them. It's yeah. not like when they go to EDC and spend all their fucking money to get yeah. there and sleep twenty people in the hotel yeah. room, yeah. they're doing it because they just need to be part of yeah. this. It's not because maybe they need to see a specific DJ, but it's like it's a world that defines them, mm-hmm. which is cool. I mm-hmm. think you know.
1: Yeah, it was just interesting because for me, I'm just like. To me, it's like the biggest <laughs> shameful thing. To, like,
0: have a pre prerequis- Like,
1: it's just shameful, yeah. you know. I think, and I'm just diff- I'm a different person, so it was really yeah. interesting to hear people be like, "Well, actually, you know, it do- it wouldn't bother me if I knew." And I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." I know. You know, it's also I interesting that was crazy when I too. was at um, I went to Coachella this last one, mm-hmm. and um, the first weekend, and that's when uh, the uh, the night I wanted to go see Pharrell's show because I knew all these. Crazy, oh, there's all the storms. Yeah, so I knew all, like all the crazy guests are gonna be there, and yeah. I just love I've loved Pharrell since I was like fucking twelve, like fifteen, like listened to all like crazy shit
0: before. Rex and effects. Yeah. You know, oh my god. Beat. Oh yeah. my
1: god. Crazy. And uh, so when all the storms kicked up, and he couldn't f- have that crazy stage production, couldn't have the lights. they yeah. Couldn't they? Couldn't put up the Yeah. They couldn't put the screens to even, even get a closer look at him. You know, he was like on stage apologizing because he couldn't do the whole production. And yeah. I'm like, you have Nelly and Gwen Stefani <laughs> and Snoop Dogg out on stage with you doing every hit, every tune you've made, right. every tune you're doing every tune he does is a, is a hit, hit. hit. And you can hear it in like, you're there. Yeah. And it was just interesting to see him even be like, man, this show would have been better. I heard he was
0: really, really upset he about that. He was really that. upset.
1: Well, yeah. I also, he apologized because it was he sounded great though but I think the dust was like his voice yeah. but he was mostly <clears throat> apologizing because they couldn't do the stage production and me I was like more hyped than I've ever been at a live show in like 20 years <laughs> you know uh, yeah I was like you have Gwen Stefani up there doing the Bad Girl like are you crazy this is like cool. who cares the like, lights Apologize could go out. what? Yeah. yeah. And like having Nelly doing. Yeah, exactly. Doing, the lights could go Nelly on. doing hot in here. like right. You and Snoop doing beautiful. And just all yeah. this shit live. And like.
0: He's
1: yeah. like, would have been better if the production was here. And I'm like, you're crazy, dog. I know, right? You just need you. You need this mic. You need this fucking band. Like, that's it. Right. So
0: it's funny, yeah. He's he's apologizing because a he couple a things of production are yeah. missing. Not even the stage show. Like he's got a live band playing the music. Yeah. He's got live performers performing the like actual the, songs. He's
1: got himself performing the biggest hits in fucking musical history you right. know some, some of them some of them definitely some are. of them yeah and yeah. contributing to all the other ones that he isn't personally on sure. you know so it's just funny when he was like oh i had all these lights and like <laughs> the screen and we're just like who Fuck cares lights, dude? dude like Maybe like you yeah so, yeah right yeah, that was, that was i think
0: amazing. there's so much emphasis put on that stuff but yeah aniseummusic.com yeah. yes we're, thanks, cool. thanks for coming thanks matthew thank you anna <laughs> great talking to you Thanks for listening to the live and direct show. This is Craddy. Plenty more to come. Stay tuned.